0: Hey, and now we're live. What's up, Nico? How are you? Hey, Rev. Good to
1: good to be talking to you this morning. Hi, everybody.
0: A, a sincere pleasure. I'm super excited to have you on here. Let me just go onto LinkedIn real quick and make sure that we are indeed live. Uh, hopefully, that is happening. And one second. Uh... It's going live. Oh, there we go, we're live. All right, awesome. Absolutely. All right, Iconito from Roti, I'm super excited to welcome you to today to our conversation, how multi-unit brands successfully market at the local level. Uh, this is just a conversation. We're here to get inside your brain and, and learn stuff. So take two seconds or maybe two minutes and tell us about Roti, just for those people who aren't familiar yet.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. You know, uh, Again, super excited to be here, Rev uh, and everybody. Um, joining this live. Uh, my name is Nico Nieto. I am the head of marketing and brand for Roti. We are uh, an inspire, uh, a Mediterranean inspired, a Mediterranean-inspired fast um, casual concept uh, with uh, stores in Chicago, Minnesota, New York, um, Texas, um, and, um, and DC, on the DC metro area. And we serve incredible uh, Mediterranean-inspired Uh, food we believe at roti that food that uh, uh, is good for you should taste as good as it is good for you that you don't have to compromise between being able to eat something that that your body craves and is delicious and something that is going to be good for you that doesn't make you feel gross uh, you know after lunch or after dinner so we're trying to bring those good news of the Mediterranean good life and the freshness of our ingredients as well as the exciting flavors and spices of our food to every corner of America. And you know, super happy to to be here helping you and your followers learn a little bit more about what we're doing when it comes to local store marketing and field marketing and supporting the individual growth of each one of our stores.
0: That is awesome. Man. I'm every time I talk to you I get hungry. So we got we got to get this New York store open. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Very soon. Very soon. We miss meeting in Manhattan. And then we'll we'll get to that as soon as we can.
0: Awesome. Now listen, before we went live here, you volunteered some information that I hope you're okay with me sharing that you guys had a, an incredible day yesterday, right? Like yesterday being the, the 9th of June, you had an incredible day across the brand, right? It was a big day. We, we don't have to go into details, but it's it's it, we're essentially post-COVID at this play at, at this point. M- many people are vaccinated, masks are coming off, but you know, the great reopening is happening like Specifically, what did you do that caused a massive day yesterday? Like, get get specific. Like, what's one or two things that you guys did that really like spiked yesterday? I would love to hear that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, first one is no different from what we've been doing from the beginning of COVID. You know, you and I chatted a few months ago, and I shared with you that uh, we we made heartbreaking decisions of closing many forest stores very early because we knew that the, the, the whole game was going to be about cash preservation and then figure out how do we come back stronger than ever versus just trying to hang out and then fight, you know, this terrible virus. So during that time, we actually doubled down on innovation. We revamped our menu. We uh, did consumer research and revamped our brand uh, uh, from the ground up, from pillars to, um or company purpose, which is to serve food that matters, to uh, the look and feel and pictures and the way we we sound and feel and tone and voice. And then we packaged that all up and I started rolling that out, rolling those changes in different stores. And that's the first thing I want to point out because when we did that, when we really partnered and co-created with the customers uh, and consulting with them things that we wanted to innovate and to change about the brand or the food or the experience, the results have been amazing because then we found that not only they help us creating that experience, but also they really, you know, truthfully enjoy it. And that, that way they tell their friends, their neighbors, and, and, and their connections about it. But the second part is specifically to, to, to a really exciting reopening this week, as well as As the sales momentum that we're building has definitely to do with our approach to local store marketing to local partnerships to uh you know as i call it's a mix between old school and new school and and we'll get into that uh you know a little bit but it has to do with get to know the community that you're being part of get to know the type of consumers that live in those communities the type of other business owners your competitors uh which in this case yes there are competitors but they were also all in the same fight to reopen and to and to perform well and to feed uh, America, and uh, and and those local relationships, uh, those boots in the ground, those activities uh, have created a momentum that that we are enjoying right now. We're not out of the woods yet. There is a lot of work to be done ahead of us, but the early signs of what we're doing are are, are very exciting. That's awesome. So look,
0: it, it's easy to buy a billboard. I don't know if those work, but it's easy, right? it's easy to post to social media, right? It's easy to send an email blast. Like those are things you can do from your desk, right? What specifically, and you keep talking about like listening to your customers and being inside their heads and letting them have a voice. How do you do that? Like, how do you connect to local guests for all these locations? How do you do that from your desk?
1: Well, we do it in a couple of ways. Social media is a powerful tool, but you're wrong if you think that it's only a tool for posting. Uh, So social listening, being able to understand what people are putting on their comments or DMs to you, but also on the comments that they put in posts from other brands and from other restaurants, being able to connect with the local groups on Facebook, uh, whether it's soccer moms or the Association of Professionals of the West Loop of Chicago or the Fraternal Union of Police or the people organizing marches and protests for things that matter to the community. Listening to all of those cues are really important to understand when to act, where to act, what to say or not to say. So we are looking at, at social media as a two, truly as a two-way communication tool to be able to do that. Uh, with email, we don't only blast emails out, but we truly see it as an opportunity for us to engage our audience. So we created a culture of asking our audience a lot of questions, whether it's about our food or the experience or whatever. So we email them all the time or recruit them via email, not just with a news blast, but like, hey, we're trying a new falafel sandwich. Will you come and try it with us? And then, you know, you usually sell out of the spots when we're trying to do testing in the, you know, in the first 24 hours. And then, truly, we'll, we'll invite everybody to launch. We we'll deliver it to their houses. or so allow them to pick up or to come to the restaurants uh, in exchange for just their honest opinion. Um, and then, that is the part that I can do from my desk or my team you know, will coordinate for desk. For but there is nothing like going into the restaurants and talking to consumers, you know. Like the and, and this is the mix between new school and old school. The old school table touches, right? Like someone is eating, and then you you bring napkins because everybody need, needs napkins. Uh, <laughs> I know I know you, so you need napkins, right?
0: I and definitely need napkins.
1: <laughs> that, so, then, so when you bring napkins, there is nothing like, hey, how is your food today? What do you eat today? Did you try something new? No? Okay, let me come and bring you something new so you can let me know what you think. That that connection is really important because uh, I think consumers uh, are not used to the type of connection with fast casual concepts. And we believe that hospitality is one of our points of differentiation. We call it the roti vibe. So we want to bring a full service experience into a fast casual concept. So that conversation, which is what you're used to have with your waiter in a in a fancy restaurant, you have with any of our team members. So we ask those questions and we truly listen and we take note. And then we have a really direct relationship between the people who are in our restaurants and people like me supporting them. So then we can hear that feedback constantly and very clear and without the uh, distortion, uh, and then we address it. We change things based on that, and then and, uh, and then we also get really creative and and, and get ideas uh, uh, from that. And then the last part is we we created. I'm sure that every brand has that out there, and if not, you, you should work. But you know, we call it our local store uh, marketing playbook or LSM playbook, and it's a giant document, very detailed about ideas and things that each of the GMs or shift leads or team members in each one of our stores can do to surprise and delight people to, to introduce them to our food, to who we are and what we do. So there is a range of tactics in there from like, uh, how do we support fundraisers for the local community to how do we do sampling and canvassing so people can try our food if they're not familiar with either Mediterranean food or then our food or flavors specifically, to how do you connect with local schools or libraries to again be part of the community, and that's really important for us. When you open a restaurant, we're just not opening a restaurant and then putting a putting a sign and you know and a bunch of marketing. We really become part of the community because we, you know, what is more part of the community than food? You know, we have five thousand years of Mediterranean heritage of people sitting <laughs> around the table, sharing stories, uh, solving problems, and, and and connecting. So that's part of our DNA, and we definitely you know believe in, in integrating with the community. Uh, and the community will always pay back if you're doing that, you know, from an authentic heart and 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 with the only desire of really, you know, uh, uh, serving them every day.
0: It's a, I love that I ask you like, what's one thing you're doing? You're like, here's ten, yeah. <laughs> and of yeah. course, like it Absolutely. does. You know, I I you know we know each other, and for people that are watching this it, it, either live or later, like this is why I wanted to get Nico on this thing because it's literally like you have a playbook. Like who has a, pl- a local store marketing playbook? That's incredible. Where did that idea come from?
1: Well, we wanted to make sure that, uh, that we were doing two things at the same time. Number one, it's really easy for someone, an executive or someone behind a desk to have glorious ideas about <laughs> how the people running the restaurants every day are supposed to manage their business. And, and, and we don't believe in that approach. We believe in an approach where we partner and then we we'll listen what they're struggling with or the opportunities that they have uh, ahead of them. And then we co-create these things together. So the best way to almost build a dictionary that will translate uh, uh, um, not only my Colombian accent, but what but, but kind of like marketing jargon into everyday activities was to create a playbook. So in the playbook basically is what are the easiest ways for you to describe what roti is? What are the easiest way for you to describe what our food is and what it does and what it does not, and then how can you help the community uh, um, get connected to the restaurant to our food, and how do you help Roti get connected to the community? So we have, we have uh, basically ten different tactics, and they're evolving all the time. And at some point, you know, during times of COVID, there were like half of them that we said, hey, you know, like for instance, the beginning of COVID, doing sampling, uh, it was probably not in the books uh, just because of you know, social distancing, people being afraid of touching, you know, surfaces and stuff like that, but doing fundraisers with the local library. So then you can, you can, uh, uh, you know, we can share or, 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 or profit with them to help them achieving their goals in the community. Uh, that was totally on the table. So, um, so, but in general, we created this playbook as a way to really, really, really make it easy. For the people in the restaurants to go outside of the four walls and start talking to people and start meeting the community and started creating results. And and uh, I'll tell you right now, as we are on reopening mode, everybody is reopening the stores that were closed for for six months to a year over a year. Uh, uh, the ability of our teams to be able to get out of the four walls—they know we're gonna do our job doing. Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and Snapchat—they know that we're going to be sending emails and flyers to thousands of households. But their them having the ability to go on the street and 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 smile and and talk to customers has been incredibly useful for us uh, with every reopening.
0: That's awesome. All right, so. I'm going to push you at some point, maybe not on this call. you got to share this publicly with people like they need to see this thing. So if you're not going to commit to that now, know that I'm going to follow up with you because people need to see this. In the the list, I think you said there's 10 things in it. In that list, it sounds like there's a lot of offline tactics, samplings, getting involved with the community. Is there any online tactics in there? Is it all offline?
1: No, so uh, right now this is all offline because because from from our kitchen crew, which is what we call our support center, we manage all of the online. So in order for us to to keep the brand uh, focused and 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 aligned and just one version of our brand. There is certain things that we will centralize or social media is one of those things that doesn't mean that we don't do local efforts in social media that just means that it's managed by a centralized team i'll give you an example of that when we reopen our west loop location which is uh in the in 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 the you know really close to the fulton market here in in chicago um, uh, we manage the social media but we have local coverage Creating stories and content right from location. So it's not that it's not customized, it's not that it's not local or uses the local language or the local insights from the community. It's just that from a look and feel, from a tone and voice and everything, we wanted to, you know, we take care of that. Also, we want to be conscious that there is people running the restaurants. They're cooking food, because we cook all of our food fresh every day. They're managing lines of people, they are they are running the business for me to ask the grill person or the cash person, hey, can you step like every 45 minutes and go and take an Instagram story? Okay. Uh, like it's not gonna happen, right? So so we're here to to support and to serve them the same way they serve our customers. So all the digital stuff we take care of. And then uh, we have, you know, on my team, I have a, a, a field marketing manager that is that point of connection between our team and the teams in the store. Uh, that is working with them in each one of these offline tactics. So, as you mentioned, we have opportunities to do fundraising. That is when when a nonprofit uh, partners with us and we share our profit to help them uh, uh, achieve their their financial goals. We have canvassing. This is just going and you know we did something really important. We have trade area maps that we build ourselves about every business, every organization in the few mile radios around our store. So we know how many employees they have, how many are financial institutions, car uh, uh, um, car shops, um, uh, schools, libraries, gyms, et cetera, et cetera, right? And then canvassing is organizing our team. So then with certain frequency, they pick an industry or an area of the map that they're just going to go and just introduce themselves, show them our menu, teach them about who we are and abilities for them to order with us, and then just creating that awareness. We have things like business of the week when we pick literally a business every week where we're going to highlight and, and uh, you know, serve as an opportunity to promote their business. Uh, we have sampling of juices and food and pita and hummus because, you know, everybody wants hummus. And then uh, we do other things that are that are very specific to the type of restaurant or the type of community where we live in. So in some of our restaurants are really close to college campuses. So then we'll partner with college campuses, right? Like some of them are really close to uh, places where there's street festivals or music festivals or food festivals. So then we'll go and we'll activate in those, you know, like Chicago is a big street food festival type of town. So if one of our restaurants is close to to, to a street a festival or a food festival, we'll make sure that we'll secure a spot, take our food out there, and then just try to surprise and delight the community with what we got.
0: Very cool, I love it, right? So. To me, I, you know, 2021, I'm a digital marketer, right? Like I, I like offline marketing, but like, to me, I'm always thinking like, what can I do in Facebook? What can I do in LinkedIn? What can I do in Google? What can I do? Like I'm thinking digital, right? And I think where a lot of brands get tripped up is they like, okay, we want our franchisees or our locations or GMs to do digital marketing as well. It's like, well, they're not marketers, they're operators, right? Their, their, their mindset, the tactics and tools that they have are operation based and where's operations happen offline, right? And so you're like, look, we're not gonna t- we're not gonna require you to be digital marketers. Of course, if you want to learn, we'll show you, right? But you're like, here is offline marketing tactics that you can use because that works inside the brain of an offline person, which is an operator, right? That's really smart.
1: Yeah, and I will advise anyone like watching this now or watching it later. Uh, you also have to make an assessment of your teams in you know in each one of the restaurants and figure out the capabilities that you have and that you don't. Uh, definitely, we have a mix bag of incredibly talented people, but talented in different ways. So we have some of our some of our GMs are incredibly social media savvy, and we have given them a lot more room for them to do some local posts or then post their, post their, their stories from their individual uh, profiles. And then we'll retweet or we'll share, we'll amplify their message. Uh, Uh, I want
0: to to pause you right there. So you're, you're encouraging your, uh, your employees, your general managers, whatever to post to their own account, right? Their personal accounts. And you're sharing that to brand accounts.
1: Correct. So it depends, you know, it depends and it's not everywhere, right? Like for us, it was to identify the people that are more social media savvy, right? And the people that, that have a sense of aesthetic and that they are, They're ingrained in the community. So, like, I'll give you an example. Mari, she's our GM in one of our restaurants in Dallas, in McKinney and Olive. Uh, She's a fantastic GM, but she's super interested in volunteering with the community, whether it's donating meals or contributing to the closest puppy shelter and stuff like that, right? And we have supported her passion uh, to support these organizations because it's just part of what Food That Matters means. So then when she posts something online on her LinkedIn or Facebook, we as a brand decide to Give kudos or amplify that message, right? So that's one way of where we're doing it. And then it's it's just an authentic admiration for one of our GMs doing incredible work. But the, and the community receives it that way. The other way that we do is I encourage everybody. It doesn't matter what position you have in the company, you should be following the company's social media channels if you if you can. It's it's your choice. We're not gonna demand it, but like retweet, share, like everything you can. If you if, if you're on a newsletter just share it with your friends or whatever. Because I think like the power of you receiving something from your friend and saying, especially around food, man. Like, you know, this is, we try to overcomplicate these things. And the way you find what your next um, lunch joint is, is because your coworker, your good friend is like, hey man, have you tried roti? They have unreal rice plates, man. And their pitas are insane. Why don't you come and try it? And you're like, man, that sounds delicious. I'm going to go there, right? It's not because... It's not only because you're seeing advertising. People don't want to be advertised. People want to hear from from brands that they trust. So we're brands of humans. You know, we we're full of people. So like allowing our GMS uh, uh, to to when they have the natural talent to do so to carry a little bit of the torch of their brand is good. And then the other part of that is for all of the other GMS and team leads or whatever that maybe don't want to use their social media or maybe they're not on social media or they're just not you know, uh, uh, really creators, but more consumers of content. We want to put, you know, gas behind where fire already is. So sure, we could train all of them about how to become digital marketers, to your point. I think that that will take a long time. And honestly, I don't think many of them will be interested in that. Many of them will, but many of them, they are just operators and they're going to be, Nico, leave me alone. I want to run my restaurant really efficiently and and underline my customers every day. So we, we don't have to put them uh, in a position where they have to do something else that they, you know, that they don't have a heart for. Uh, and I think they appreciate that. Uh, about, you know, I've been told that they appreciate that, but also that they know that they have a partner in the, you know, or support marketing team that is trying to do as much as we can to create momentum awareness so they can get their sales.
0: I, I love this idea of getting your employees to share to their profiles like that is smart that is really awesome how do you how do you like manage that like i i guarantee at mcdonald's nobody in the corporate office has the email address of employees who are making french fries you know what i mean so like how do you how do you connect those dots like how do you get how do you tactically how do you get that done
1: well we're you know we are we're a team of friends and we're a small community of, of team members so we are really really tied with each one of the restaurants uh, thought you were not a big corporation, when when I go to one of the restaurants, either they're surprised that Nico came to the restaurant because that guy never comes. It's not like that. They they know each one of us by name, and 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 and, and we have relationships. And the relationships starts with this: when when we hire one of our employees, um, uh, like in our corporate team in the kitchen crew, uh, before they touch uh, 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 Excel spreadsheet or they write an email out. They go for one to two weeks to in restaurant training, chopping, slicing, cleaning, you know, cooking, grilling, serving, plating food uh, for our customers before they even send an email out to say, "Hey guys, I'm happy to be here." None of none of that. You go to the restaurant, and then you learn, and we rotate through different restaurants and different stations or whatever. So they become friends with the trainers and the teams, and they 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 are team members before they are corporate people, and then and then. Uh, uh, twice a year, we send everybody, including myself, including our CEO, to do in-restaurant service days. So we go there, we help, we clean, we wash windows, we do everything. That gains the respect of the people uh, um, running the restaurants. That also teaches how hard it is to run a restaurant. So they need be, you know, it builds this bridge. So it starts from there. That's the foundation. And then what we do is we work really close with our op services team to make sure that every week, We are telling them, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're posting. Here's what's coming your way. Here's how we're helping you drive, you know, how we're creating a momentum that drives sales to your restaurants. Here's everything that we're doing. Here's the only thing we want you to do. When you see a post, just like it. Just (laughs) just share it. And and sales is something really interesting because the cash register doesn't lie. Either they believe of what you're doing is working and they can see it every day at the end of the day when they're closing, or they don't. Unfortunately for me, uh, I'm not convinced that the momentum will keep on happening. And and, and, and uh, the things that we're doing are creating momentum uh, in the restaurants. So I hope that every team member and every GM uh, looks at the report and says like, "Well, Nico told me to share this or to like this. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on liking it and share it with all my friends because it seems that it's working." And that's that's kind of like the recipe that that we're using.
0: This is, I'm obsessed with this idea now. This idea of like using your actual employees to help brand because they like working there. I mean, this, this. Listen, this is a marketing conversation, but we're really talking about culture, right? We're talking about company culture here.
1: Well, and if you if you think about it, is you have hundreds or thousands of uh, people that already are committing their time and their lives, so they are super fans of your brand, right? Uh, in a way, why? Because the the work that you provide. And the pay that you provide and the environment that you provide is where they spend most of their time, number one. But it's what's allowing them to, to, to feed their families and to, you know, save and to improve their quality of life. So you have committed people to your business. Why not really bring them into the fall into the family and say, like, hey, you are as much of a marketer as I am. Share it with your community. Share it with your friends. And by the way, that may actually create a different effect, right? That is not necessarily sales. You know, and I'm gonna go out a little bit on a on a limb here, but <laughs> if my friend that works at Roti is liking and posting and commenting and sharing all of these things about what we do, sometimes food related, sometimes a fundraiser, sometimes something else, I'm gonna, immediately I'm gonna, you know what? George is really liking what everything is doing there. I might have to check him out to see if it's a good place for me to work.
0: Yeah, right. no, I'm, I'm, you can, you've sold me. I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, great. How do you, do? I mean, I'm just curious, like there's digital tools that can help manage this stuff. Do you use anything? Are you just emailing your your employees? Like how do you make it work? Like what, how do you functionally do it?
1: Okay, so uh, there is different things. There is like processes and there is tools. On the processes side, we have, as I mentioned, weekly calls with them. And then, you know, we have an enterprise meeting, which is every area of the business, getting to understand what everybody else is doing. So then we can move together. and then there is uh, a meeting with op services and every GM of the company where every week they are going through the plans of what's coming in the next few weeks. We also have a, our internet. We call it the scoop. Go figure. And in the scoop, every week we post everything that we're doing, right? from Not, not only from my team, but supply chain and finance and training and so on. Uh, so that's the foundational of, of, of what we do. And then... Uh, there is nothing like just conversations. So they have all of the tools. They know where to access the post and 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 and, and, and where to follow us and where to find the us. And then everybody on our team, whether it's our director of training or culinary director or, or marketing team or any of us that are visiting the stores all the time, we just ask, hey man, did you see our last post? And I, you know, it's funny because at the beginning, you know, it took time. At the beginning, everybody was like, no maybe i'm not following you right or i'm not following roti but then now actually i show up to the restaurant sometimes it's like hey i saw that great post congrats on that or hey that thing that you posted was funny it was spot on you know thank you so much or whatever so like now it just creates some momentum so so my advice is just you know get creative be relentless and then know that they that if the content that you create is you know Worth sharing is going to also be a lot easier for you to engage a twenty-two year old or a nineteen year old in one of your restaurants to decide to share it, right?
0: That is awesome, man. I just want to say, yeah, Brian Wagner saying, "I hear here." Hi, Brian. Welcome to the conversation. Brian's awesome. He, you should check out Brian. He's got a lot of interesting to say things to say. Niga, every time we talk, I'm always like, oh my god, this is amazing. I learned so much, like things I hadn't thought of, and as soon as you say them, like that makes so much sense to do. So. I'm grateful for you taking the time today to to share some of these incredible ideas. I hope that uh, we, anybody who watches this now or later is inspired to like really, you know, I typically get on these things and I expect somebody to say like, oh, we do Facebook ads and we like personalize our emails and like all these like tactics. And you're like, no, we like, I mean, we, what like we, we like get deep with our employees. And like, of course you do. That's awesome, man.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate the time. You know, I think for everybody watching, you know, it's definitely still tough times. You know, we are we're all busy reopening and trying to figure out what the what this new normal is. Get creative, try to think outside of the box, do your fundamentals really well, but then just 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 see what you can do with your brand in a way that that connects with the community and that usually uh, you know is pretty good. And then I'm gonna throw a thing here, Rev. Right? If you uh, if you give free delivery. Uh, on your own channels to everybody in your community, the community really appreciate that. So anyone watching from any of our markets, if you go to roti.com, you get free delivery all the time.
0: So there's never a fee if they order directly, right? Never. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Nico from Roti, super super excited. Thank you for sharing this. It's always great to get inside your brain. And I I think uh, anybody watching this uh, somewhere on LinkedIn, just click and and you can message Nico and ask him anything you want. But I, I appreciate it very much. I hope you have a great day.
1: Absolutely. You too, Ray. Bye,
0: everybody. Thank you, buddy.